Welcome into the Young Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. Not with me today is my handsome co-host, Aaron. If he was here, he would say something to all you people today. Before we get into it, let's just let out that sigh of relief for surviving the holiday. You guys did it. Now you guys just got New Year's to get through and we're close. It's almost 2023. It's our last recording of 2022. That is insane. Oh, thank you. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we started this endeavor back in August-ish, July, August, and here we are now, four or five months later, and we have all you listeners, some awesome friends that we made, and so much awesome stuff coming in 2023. It's Wednesday, December 28th, and yeah, it's our last recording of the year 2022 on the show today, we got some New Year's this or that, 2022 growing pains, and some new dad advice. So go ahead and pull up a chair, grab a juice box, grab a snack, and let's talk. Well, 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 well. What do we have here? We have you, we have me. What's one thing that I have that you probably don't have right now? Are you thinking about it? Are you like, this is some kind of weird ad? Does it make sense? I have two things that you probably don't have right now that you should. The first one, I'll tell you right now. The second one, I'll tell you a little bit later. first one that I have that you don't have is Dano seasoning. Yum, yum, get you some. All natural ingredients, no sodium, no MSG, no BS. Just packed full of flavor, all natural ingredients in four different varieties. Original, hot, spicy, chipotle, everything bagel. Cannot get enough of this stuff. You cannot go wrong. Beef, chicken, pork, smoking, grilling, whatever you're doing, blacktop, stovetop, oven, whatever, Instapot, air fryer, whatever you're making it in, whatever you're making, whatever you're making it in, doesn't matter. Daniels is a seasoning for you. I promise you will love it. Hit the link in our link tree right now. Go over to danoseasoning.com. Use the code BALLBOY at checkout. Save. Support your favorite podcast, which is this podcast, and thank me later. All right. Well, we got some New Year's this or that. These are um, specially curated for the New Year's, which is in just a few days here. So crazy to think about that we do this every year. All of us, like, man, I can't believe that year went by so fast. And then we're going to start saying that in January. So, man, it's only January. We got a long year ahead of us. And then we're going to be here again going into 2024. And it's going to be the same thing. It's crazy to think about. Maybe that's just me. I'm not, I don't know. Uh, so New Year's this or that. Uh, the first one, party at home or New Year's party elsewhere. Man, I'm partying at home. I'm staying home. I'm not going out. I ain't doing nothing. I've been to New Year's parties. Been there, done that. I don't need to do it anymore. If I was going to a party, though, would it be a fancy dress party or a casual dress party? I'm not getting dressed up for New Year's. It's going to be casual. I'm not going to a black tie New Year's party unless it was like for some occasion like I had to, 
then I will, but if I have the choice, I'm going to the casual dress party. Next is a big dinner or finger foods. I feel like if you have a New Year's party, you should almost just exclusively have finger foods. Unless you previously plan on doing a dinner beforehand and then just kind of having the finger foods after or snacks or whatever, like afterwards. Like let's say your party started like five or six. It's a long time. You have a meal and then you're going to have the snacks after. But I feel like New Year's is more finger foods. At least it should be. Make resolutions or no resolutions. I like making resolutions. Like I set one resolution for myself this year. I probably said more than one, but there was one that I told myself I was going to do. That was it was more of a goal than a resolution. I did it. I did it. And I'm following up on that one and I'm adding on to it in 2023. So I definitely think it's something that's good for people to do. Um, but definitely make only make resolutions that you can keep for yourself. Uh, don't set those unrealistic re resolutions. Do what you know you can accomplish so that way you're not feeling down about not getting it accomplished kind of thing. So I'm, I'm definitely one for make resolutions. Next is take Christmas decorations down or wait until after New Year's. Man, I don't know. I know a lot of people who want to get the clutter, the Christmas clutter out and kind of return to some normalcy and not to worry about it, just kind of think and relax. However, you know, there's the other side of that where I'm going to just embrace the holidays, kind of get through the whole holiday season until after New Year's, just kind of wait and like, just go and go and go. I'm a, you know, I, I really want to take mine down. I just don't have the heart to yet. Uh, I'm close. I'm probably going to wait till after New Year's just so I can have a day to do it because I don't want to rush through it or be tired. Do I just want to take my time, do it, put everything away nicely, reorganize it a little bit, maybe buy some more storage tub. I don't know. Just make it all better and easier so next year is not as chaotic as it was this year. Last one, watch college football or watch a parade. I much rather watch college football. I've watched parades like the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We've all watched that. And it's they're cool. They're great. They're not for everyone. I'm not a parade person. You know, ADD makes it so that parades are kind of hard to watch because there's not a lot going on. They're very slow, especially when you're watching them on TV live in person. Yes, I could do a live in person parade, but I can't do a TV just because it's like there's like the, that delay and you're waiting for that next thing to get there that next act and it's just not the same so i'm definitely gonna watch college football so i'm more of a sports guy anyway if i had to guess where uh aaron would be on all these i'm gonna say he's going to probably new year's party elsewhere but with family he's gonna casual dress it up but he's gonna look nice he wouldn't mind a fancy dress party but he would probably prefer you know casual I think he's going to be on the same boat as Finger Foods, too, for uh, New Year's dinner or food, refreshments options. I honestly don't think he's the resolution guy, you know, because I know he sets goals for himself and he works for those goals. And I don't think he's just going to make resolutions. And, yeah, I feel like he's waiting until after New Year's to take his decorations down just because he's working and tired and just hasn't gotten around to it yet. And because of the kids, and he's 1,000% watching college football unless the wife makes him watch the parade over football. 
That's our New Year's This or That. We're going to take a quick break and we'll get right back with our 2022 Growing Pains. Welcome back. 2022. Man, what a year. Thinking back to 2022, where I was a year ago, I was in a very different place than I am now. Like mentally, educationally, job wise, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Like the growth that can happen in a year is truly incredible. Even in chunks of a year different times throughout the year. It's, it's really crazy just how much growth you can go through as an individual, negative and positive, in the course of 365 days. 525,600 minutes. Also one of my favorite songs. I love Rent. But that's not what this segment is about. If you want to read about how much I love Rent, you can always check out the website, ballboymedia.com. Uh, search the musical that changed me. I absolutely love Rent. It's had a big impact on me in my life. But regardless of that, you know, 2022, wanted to recap, you know, some of the growing pains, things that I learned this year. And uh, one thing about, you know, myself, uh, relationships, and about parenting, and one thing about life. And to share that with you. And yeah, so about myself, I've learned that I can be a one-track mind. I can put blinders on very quickly. Like once I focus on something, it's Aaron's, one of Aaron's least favorite things about me, actually, is that... I can like one track mine where I'll like super hyper focus and something will be done super quick. And then he's confused about how it's like decent, but there's still something missing. And then I have to go back and pick it up. So it's one of his least favorite things about me. But that's one thing I learned about myself this year is that I can be, or as my uh, mentor at work called it, clicky clicky, where I, uh, don't really wait for the next direction. I just kind of have an idea and I go with that idea. Always not, not always my best look, um, but that's okay. So that's one thing I learned about myself this year is just kind of the clicky, clicky, one track mind um, kind of thing about myself. As a in a relationship, you know, I learned to be patient with myself. Um, 2022, I didn't, I really didn't seriously date any but one person up until recently. And that was pretty, I was okay because I was very happy being single and on my own, just having fun, dating around and just kind of living life. But at the same time, it kind of sucked. But I learned that, you know, just to be patient with myself, you know. Rome wasn't built in a day. A good relationship isn't going to be built overnight. And that you kind of just have to be patient with yourself and your partner. Um, they've been through stuff. You've been through stuff. Heck, we all have our different, you know, traumas or things from past relationships that are scars. One issue or another. Um, issues from our childhood that manifest in our relationships. And, you know, just a bunch of different things within our relationships. So we have to be patient with ourselves, uh, with our partners. We have to give ourselves that grace, our partner that grace, that, yeah, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. 
and that's that's okay because we don't have to be next is uh parenting one thing i learned from parenting is uh so this year my oldest daughter started school she started kindergarten and that school is a whole new ball game it is so tough between make sure your kids on time make sure they're picked up making sure you're attending different events at the school supporting how you can support being active you know communicating with teachers office staff writing far too many freaking checks for things it seems like every other week it's like oh what am i buying this week oh i need to buy that okay awesome great and you know there's there's worse things for sure but um it's just crazy to think like schools like here for one of them the other one's too little but man, it's it's hard schools a different ball game it's a whole new challenge in itself um, but it is it's so much fun to see your kids grow and then learn them develop learn new things you know tell you about their day just kind of see them grow and just how it changes them for the better and it's it's awesome it's definitely a whole different ball game than when she was in preschool or head start or something just because she's there all day now and she's learning so much she's so smart um last is life you know i kind of mentioned this earlier but i learned to control what you can control and to not force yourself to do too much too fast uh, i had a back injury back in november and i threw my back out and it was really freaking weird just because I never, nothing like that ever happened to me before. But I, that really kind of helped, you know, slow me down at work. Towards like, hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't have to do all this in one day. Tomorrow, knock on wood, hopefully exists. It's still going to be there tomorrow. Even if you're not here tomorrow, that problem is going to be there tomorrow. And it's okay, it doesn't get done today. It doesn't have to get done today. Just... Knowing that, you know, Rome wasn't built today. Nothing's built in one day. Except for those shows on TV. But, you know, I don't get how they do that. But, you know, it's not... Most things in life aren't worth burning yourself out over. Yes, you have to, you know, put a certain amount of energy into all the different things that you do. Each of those things require a different amount of energy, time, focus, attention, detail... And you kind of just have to to go with it as it comes and put in that energy that's required. But one, I learned, didn't learn anything else this, else this year, is that you can't build something in a day that's going to be successful. It's likely not worth burning yourself out for. If it can wait for tomorrow, let it wait for tomorrow. Don't over, you know, stress your mind unless you have to. But even then, do you really have to? You know, don't be afraid to ask yourself those questions of, man, do I really, does this really have to be done today? Think about it. Make a quick little pros and cons list if you have to. Write it out. You know, do those different things that you need to do to see if it's, what the value of it is in that moment. Is there a deadline that needs to be met? Okay, no deadline. Do I have anything really important writing on this? No is this self-fabricated that I need to meet this artificial deadline in my head? Yeah, man, well, you don't think it's that important then because I, it's all still going to be there tomorrow. 
I mean, I really learned that this year with school, uh, just being in school for majority of the year. And assignments would come up, and I would start, you know, looking at an assignment. I'd be like, man, I really, really want to do that. But I just don't have the brain power to do it. So will it really be quality if I do it right now? Or will it kind of poop the bed if I do it right now? Most of the time was answers that it was going to be some pretty poor quality work and wasn't going to be what I expected. I wasn't going to get much out of it. It's probably going to take longer because I was going to keep getting distracted and not want to do it for whatever reason. And I would put it off until the next day. And I sometimes did that far too often. Another thing I learned about myself is that I will procrastinate if I can. I will opt to do something more fun in the moment than the work that needs to be done. However, you have to get it done at some point before it's due. And cramming is not fun. Uh, one more thing I learned about myself this year is with the cramming is that it's not fun. But distractions are, are a lot of fun. And it's so easy to get distracted, especially for me, like my setup and my, my, uh, where I record my little studio, not studio, but, you know, I have my, my PlayStation set up, my switch docked and I have my computer and it's so easy for me to just look over doing homework or something or working on a show doc. Like, man, I really want to play that right now. That looks like a lot of fun, but you have to have that control. I feel like that control is really applicable for yourself, relationship, and parenting. Where, you know, for parenting, man, I could lose it or I could do this or could do this other thing. But what's going to be more beneficial to me now? Same as in a relationship. Mm, could I take this time away just to go sneak off and play some games? But, no, I really haven't spent much time with my partner. I should probably do that. But, man, that's, this would be more fun kind of thing and then with yourself uh it's really easy to say oh yeah i'll do it later i'm gonna do the fun thing right now but having that control that discipline talk a lot about on the show but gotta have that discipline and where i was really going with this was that the biggest biggest thing i learned about life outside of you know, controlling what you can control, not forcing yourself to do much too much too fast, is that you have to find an outlet that works for you. For me, my outlet is writing, it's doing the show for you guys, being creative, making show docs, just something creative. If I don't have that kind of thing in my life, I struggle and I start to kind of go downhill. And I'm like, man, what am I missing right now? And I realized, oh, wait, I haven't done anything creative in more than a week. I'm missing that creativeness. And so if I had to give you one piece of advice based on everything I've learned this year and these different aspects of life, parenting, relationship, myself, is that find yourself an outlet. Find your outlet, whether that's writing it in a journal, reading a book, playing a video game, shooting a basketball, whatever it is. Find that outlet. Use that outlet. Don't hold it in. Get that energy out. Let that energy flow. Get it out of your system before it builds up into something negative. 
and yeah, we're going to take a, our last break real quick, and then we'll get into some new dad advice. And yeah. All right. I told you earlier what I would tell you what I have that you don't have. Well, the other thing that I have that you definitely don't have is the coldest water water bottle. I know. It's pretty awesome. Coldest.com. You can get yourself a new water bottle. Love these water bottles. I think they're great. I'm a big fan of them. They've been a longtime supporter of both the blog and the podcast. Can't get enough of them. Love them. I can't say enough good things. They have, you know, gallon jugs. They have dog bowls, pillows, beds, everything. The coldest. The technology is fantastic. They back it up. They have great customer service on the back end. When you need it, they're there. They're alert. They're attentive. They care. And they put out a great product. Their social media team is great as well. <laughs> I think their stories and reels are hilarious. Just the comparisons. All of it. But if you don't have one, you need this water bottle for all your resolutions. When you're hiking more, you're at the gym more, you're doing all those things for you more. You need an awesome water bottle to compliment. So many different sizes, so many different styles. You cannot go wrong with the coldest water. You can hit the link tree in the description of the show. You can hit the website. You can go to coldestwater.com. However, the only thing that you got to use to support your favorite podcast, which is this podcast, is the code BALLBOY10 at checkout. Use that code. Save yourself some money. Support your favorite podcast. You can thank us later. Thank us with five stars, all that fun stuff. All right, we are back. It's a new year, 2023. It's time of year, uh, Christmas time, where you start seeing all those Facebook posts of we're welcoming this, we're welcoming, you know, our new gift into the year. You see a lot of, a lot of, um, let's see, I've seen a lot of like, July babies, I've seen a lot of August, a lot of August, and um, just a lot of pregnancy announcements this time of year, a lot of weddings, a lot of bunch of different things, but however, with that comes a bunch of new dads, a bunch of new dads who are super excited, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, because they haven't lost an ounce of sleep yet, it's coming, it's coming fast, now I'm playing. No, actually, no, I'm not. It's coming fast. You're you're gonna lose a lot of sleep. You're gonna be really tired, like a lot, for the next many years. Uh, good luck. Uh, but seriously, uh, I want to give three pieces of advice here. Uh, maybe more. See where time uh, kind of allows us here. But uh, I want to give some lighthearted advice, uh, piece of relationship advice, some serious-ish advice for the new dads coming up here in 2023. So this is for first-time dads or second-time dads or whatever. Second-time dad, I can also talk to you guys with maybe some of these, but these are going to be mostly for the first-time dads. All right, first-time dads. Your light... Okay. First one, I don't... This one doesn't really fall into anywhere. It's just really good advice. That first diaper... And if you're a dad and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I mean. 
if you know, you know. If you don't know yet, you will know someday. You think, oh, it's just going to be poop. No big deal. I got this. It's not. Yeah, I know. That was a big pause. It's it's not it's not just poop. It's like this weird consistency. Like you think it's tar? Well, it's I know, it's weird. It's weird. I just remember it. And then along with this, if your baby's not pooping in the hospital, they the baby has to poop before you can leave the hospital. Know that. Get like you have to do little if they're not pooping, the best thing to do bicycle kicks like like they're riding a little bicycle with their little legs that gets their little abdomen going get their little intestines moving around gets in the poop works i did it twice works many people i know did it it works bicycle kicks remember that bicycle that's just kind of my general piece that's my extra kind of bonus piece that you get at the beginning uh, the first one light, uh some lighthearted advice is don't sweat the small stuff I get it. You're dad now. You have to be protective. You have to make sure nothing happens to your sweet, precious little baby. And I feel like dads of more than one kid I really get where I'm coming from on this, but don't sweat the small stuff. They're going to get hurt. They're going to have accidents. They're going to cry. They're going to not like you at times. They're going to be upset. You're going to think, oh man, I suck at this new dad thing. I suck at changing this diaper. Man, I can't get the baby to take a bottle. Man, I'm just not good enough. I can't even get her to cry. Stop crying. I can't get her to eat. I can't get her to poop. I put her diaper on wrong. Man, these clothes are really hard. These onesies. Ah, I should have put her dressed in warmer clothes. Stop. Stop. Your first time. Breathe. Seriously, breathe. It's okay. Drop the pacifier, pick it up, rinse it off, give it back to the baby. Forgot to wash the bottle, and all your other bottles are dirty. And you're afraid that if you don't wash it, sanitize it through the whole dishwasher, the whole process is not going to be good enough for the baby. Stop. Wash it out. Hot, soapy water, just like you would any other dish that you're going to eat off of. Give the baby a bottle. Okay. Struggling with diapers? It's okay, you get plenty of practice. Baby has a rash because you weren't wiping wiping them well enough. Grab some butt cream. Get to wiping better. Got this. Got this. Okay. Struggle. Laugh it off. Stop taking yourself so seriously. Enjoy it. Enjoy these small stuff. Enjoy these little moments. Enjoy those smiles. Just be... Just be present. That's the biggest piece of advice out of all this is be present. Be there. Be alert. Be attentive. Wake up. Help out. Be there. Be active. More than anything, don't sweat the small stuff. Not worth it. You'll get through it. You're going to look back. You'll have baby number two, maybe, eventually, if that's your choice. You're like, man, I remember doing all these things. It was so hard. I thought my world was crumbling. I didn't think I was going to get through it. Look at you now. Doing it again like a champ. Got this. I promise. Relationship advice. 
be patient. Be so patient. She just pushed out a whole human out of her or had it cut out of her or whatever the circumstance may be. Patient. Do more than you need to to help out. Do more than your normal part at home. Keep doing it. Stay involved. Stay helping. Do it. And help her all you can. In whatever ways that she needs to help, help her. Do whatever you can to help her recover, to feel normal. Postpartum depression is real for women. It is so real. Be patient. Check on her. Be loving. Be kind. Be gentle. All those things. I can say firsthand from someone that struggled with some of that first kid for a multitude of reasons. It's not easy, but it was worth it the second time when I was. It was a lot better. But be patient. Check on her. Know that that postpartum is real. It can come quick. Hit her like a bus. Patient. Be loving and do all you can to help out. And be present with her. She wakes up in the middle of the night to help the baby. To wake up and be there with her. You know, enjoy those moments while you can. Just enjoy them because you're going to go back to work. She's going to go back to work. You won't have that time. Enjoy the time when you have it. And just be patient. Last one. Kind of serious-ish. Big on the ish. Don't spend like crazy. Yes, you will want to buy all the things, all the toys, all the jumpers, all the bouncers, all the hydras, all the things, all of it, all of it. You'll want to buy all the clothes, all the cute things, everything you see for baby. You'll want to buy all of it. Don't. Um, you're going to need all that stuff. Yes. Be patient. This is something that someone told me, and I was so glad I listened to them. Be patient. See what others get for you, especially if it's your first one. Parents are more than likely good if they're involved, of course. They're most likely going to be very excited and they're going to want to help you with the baby because they get it. They've been there and they're going to be excited. They want to be like, oh, well, grandma got you your crib or whatever. Um, whatever the situation might be. Have your baby shower. See what others get for you. And then figure it out. And then from there, buy secondhand if you can. Whether it's thrift stores, Facebook Marketplace. A lot of baby things are normally pretty gently used. A lot of people had one kid, used it for that kid, put it in a storage, put it in a closet, put it somewhere. Had a second kid, pulled it out, used it for them, never touch it again. Crib I have been through two kids. I could still probably get 60-70% of the value I bought it for. Like... Most baby things are pretty gently used because they're pretty gentle on them because it's holding a little fragile life in them. So keep that in mind that a lot of baby things are they're normally pretty gently used or they're real easy cleanup. And same with clothes. Got to go through clothes super quick. Don't go crazy. Don't buy a ton of newborn stuff. Buy the zero to three months. Buy three to six months. Babies grow fast. Um, you're gonna be like, man, my baby's seven months old and nine to twelve months. It's pretty normal. Babies get big real quick. And you know, just don't go break the bank. 
Don't go break the bank. It's okay to buy secondhand, gently use Facebook Marketplace, get things from others, clothes, hand-me-downs, pass-arounds, whatever, from siblings, whatever, family. I've had kids. It's okay. Okay. Not going to be a big deal. If you do. If you don't, awesome. If that's your situation that you have to, then, you know, that's okay too. If you have to buy things secondhand for the situation, buy them secondhand. If you're able to buy them new, buy them new. But secondhand, you know, gives life. You have local thrift shops. You can support local by doing it that way. You know, Facebook Marketplace, you know, helps someone get rid of something. They probably, a lot of people just want to see the stuff that they use for their baby go to a good home. Like, I have a swing that I just haven't been able to bring myself to selling yet just because I really want it to go somewhere nice and to someone that needs it. And that's what a lot of people want. A lot of people just want something that they use for their baby, for their kids to go to. Someone that's going to use it, someone that's going to appreciate it, someone that needs it. If you're in a hard situation, Facebook Marketplace, you're looking for something, you're like, a lot of people, people with kids are normally pretty decent people. Not all the time. They understand the struggle. There's a different sense of understanding compared to someone who doesn't have any kids. If you tell them they just have a bunch of toys they're selling, it's like, man, I'm a single parent. I, you know, can you help me out? Can you hook it up? They're like, no. Someone else has been a parent. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, these toys, you know, I was trying to get $30 out of them, but, you know, I can I can do 20 I can do that kind of thing. It happens more often than you think. It'll work out. It always does. But don't go crazy. Be patient. See what others get you. You buy secondhand. That's my biggest advice there. And those are my, what's that, five pieces of baby advice? Maybe more, but new dads, if I if you get anything from this little, you know, 12 minutes here, is just be present. Be present. Be there. It's so cool to be a dad. It's going to be the happiest time of your life. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. I'm going to tell you that right now. Especially if you're a dad, you're having girls. It's so challenging. But kids are just challenging in general. But man, it is so worth it. It is so worth it that you stay present and you're involved. It's so worth it. Even if you and baby mama aren't on the greatest terms or whatever the situation might be, your situation could look a little bit different than what's quote-unquote normal, whatever it is, stay present, stay involved, be involved, help how you can help, and just be there for the kid. At the end of the day, that's what matters most. A relationship might not work. If it does, awesome. If it isn't working and it's not the situation you're in, it's okay. Be there for the kid. Kids need both their parents. Be there. Be active. Play a role. Play your role. Play it to the best of your abilities. Learn grow. There's no books out there for dads. Trust me, I've looked. There's no good books out there for dads on how to be a dad. Find podcasts like this. Find people you trust. Join a group on Facebook. Whatever it is that you need to find that support. Talk to dads you trust. Talk to your dad if you can. Talk to, you know, someone that you just trust that's a dad and, you know, ask them for advice, ask them for tips and tricks and what they did and experiment and play around what works for me might not work for you and vice versa you know just don't be afraid to ask for that help when you need it it's the biggest thing so be 
be present, ask for the help when you need it, and these other things as well. And your new dadding will go just a little, little bit easier. All right. Well, thank you to our live studio audience. Just very appreciative here. That's all we have for today on our Let's Talk of the Young Dad podcast number 11. We will be back in 2023 with a brand new episode. Lots of guests on the lineup for the first couple months of the year. Graduation coming up for myself from college. So, so many amazing things happening in the new year. We are so excited. We cannot wait to see our wrapped for next year with you guys and just the growth and time that we have together coming in 2023. Have a happy and safe New Year's. Stay safe. Um, you know, of course, don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Get home safe. And just enjoy it. Let go of this year. Leave 2022 where it belongs. In 2022, take the good, leave the bad. And we'll see you next year.